Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Treasured secret. I would obtain the truth from her the following day. In the meantime. But, while I was occupied by multiplying reflections, Lord Raymond returned. He asked for my sister, and I delivered her message. After musing on it for a moment, he asked me if I were about to return to London, and if I would accompany him. I consented. He was full of thought, and remained silent during a considerable part of our ride. At length he said, I must apologize to you for my abstraction. The truth is, Ryland's motion comes on tonight, and I am considering my reply. Ryland was the leader of the popular party, a hard-headed man, and, in his way, eloquent. He had obtained leave to bring in a bill making it treason to endeavour to change the present state of the English government and the standing laws of the Republic. This attack was directed against Raymond and his machinations for the restoration of the monarchy. Raymond asked me if I would accompany him to the house that evening. I remembered my pursuit for intelligence concerning Adrian, and, knowing that my time would be fully occupied, I excused myself. Nay, said my companion, I can free you from your present impediment. You are going to make inquiries concerning the Earl of Windsor. I can answer them at once. He is at the Duke of Athol's seat at Dunkeld. On the first approach of his disorder, he travelled about from one place to another, until, arriving at that romantic seclusion, he refused to quit it, and we made arrangements with the Duke for his continuing there. I was hurt by the careless tone with which he conveyed this information, and replied coldly, I am obliged to you for your intelligence, and will avail myself of it. You shall, Verney, said he, and if you continue of the same mind, I will facilitate your views. But first witness, I beseech you, the result of this night's contest, and the triumph I am about to achieve, if I may so call it, while I fear that victory is to me defeat. What can I do? My dearest hopes appear to be near their fulfilment. The ex-queen gives me Idris. Adrian is totally unfitted to succeed to the earldom, and that earldom in my hands becomes a kingdom. By the reigning God it is true. The paltry earldom of Windsor shall no longer content him, who will inherit the rights which must for ever appertain to the person who possesses it. 
the countess can never forget that she has been a queen, and she disdains to leave a diminished inheritance to her children. Her power and my wit will rebuild the throne, and this brow will be clasped by a kingly diadem. I can do this. I can marry Idris. He stopped abruptly. His countenance darkened, and its expression changed again and again, under the influence of internal passion. I asked, "'Does the Lady Idris love you?' "'What a question!' replied he, laughing. "'She will, of course, as I shall her, when we are married.' "'You begin late,' said I, ironically. "'Marriage is usually considered the grave, and not the cradle of love.' "'So you are about to love her, but do not already?' "'Do not chastise me, Lionel. "'I will do my duty by her, be assured. "'Love! "'I must steel my heart against that. "'Expel it from its tower of strength. "'Barricade it out. "'The fountain of love must cease to play. "'Its waters be dried up, "'and all passionate thoughts attendant on it die. "'That is to say, the love which would rule me, "'not that which I rule.' Idris is a gentle, pretty, sweet girl. It is impossible not to have an affection for her, and I have a very sincere one. Only do not speak of love. Love the tyrant and the tyrant queller. Love until now my conqueror, now my slave. The hungry fire, the untamable beast, the fanged snake. No, no, I will have nothing to do with that love. Tell me, Lionel. "'Do you consent that I should marry this young lady?' He bent his keen eyes upon me, and my uncontrollable heart swelled in my bosom. I replied in a calm voice, but how far from calm was the thought imagined by my still words? "'Never, I can never consent that Lady Idris should be united to one who does not love her, because you love her yourself. "'Your lordship might have spared that taunt.' I do not, dare not love her. At least, he continued haughtily, she does not love you. I would not marry a reigning sovereign, were I not sure that her heart was free. But, O oh Lionel, a kingdom is a word of might, and gently sounding are the terms that compose the style of royalty. Were not the mightiest men of the olden times king? Alexander was a king. Solomon, the wisest of men, was a king. Napoleon was a king, Caesar died in his attempt to become one, and Cromwell, the Puritan and king-killer, aspired to regality. The father of Adrian yielded up the already broken sceptre of England, but I will rear the fallen plant, join in its dismembered frame, and exalt it above all the flowers of the field. You need not wonder that I freely discover Adrian's abode, do not suppose that I am wicked or foolish enough to found my proposed sovereignty on a fraud, and one so easily discovered as the truth or falsehood of the Earl's insanity. I am just come from him. Before I decided on my marriage with Idris, I resolved to see him myself again, and to judge of the probability of his recovery. He is irrecoverably mad. I gasped for breath. I will not detail to you, "'continued Raymond. "'The melancholy particulars. "'You shall see him, and judge for yourself. "'Although I fear this visit, useless to him, "'will be insufferably painful to yourself.' 
it has weighed on my spirits ever since. Excellent and gentle as he is, even in the downfall of his reason, I do not worship him as you do, but I would give all my hopes of a crown and my right hand to boot, to see him restored to himself. His voice expressed the deepest compassion. Thou most unaccountable being, I cried, whither will thy actions tend in all this maze of purpose in which thou seemest lost? Whither, indeed, to a crown, a golden begemmed crown, I hope, and yet I dare not trust, and though I dream of a crown and wait for one, ever and anon a busy devil whispers to me, that it is but a fool's cap that I seek, and that were I wise I should trample on it, and take in its stead that which is worth all the crowns of the East, and presidentships of the West. And what is that? If I do make it my choice, then you shall know. At present I dare not speak, even think of it, Again he was silent, and after a pause turned to me laughingly. When scorn did not inspire his mirth, when it was genuine gaiety that painted his features with a joyous expression, his beauty became super-eminent, divine. Barony, said he, my first act when I become king of England will be to unite with the Greeks, take Constantinople, and subdue all Asia. I intend to be a warrior, a conqueror. Napoleon's name shall veil to mine, and enthusiasts, instead of visiting his rocky grave, and exalting the merits of the fallen, shall adore my majesty, and magnify my illustrious achievements. I listened to Raymond with intense interest. Could I be other than all ear, to one who seemed to govern the whole earth in his grasping imagination? and who only quailed when he attempted to rule himself. Then on his word and will depended on my own happiness, the fate of all dear to me. I endeavoured to divine the concealed meaning of his words. Perdita's name was not mentioned, yet I could not doubt that love for her caused the vacillation of purpose that he exhibited. And who was so worthy of love as my noble-minded sister? Who deserved the hand of this self-exalted king, more than she, whose glance belonged to a queen of nations? Who loved him as he did her? Notwithstanding that disappointment quelled her passion, and ambition held strong combat with his. We went together to the house in the evening. Raymond, while he knew that his plans and prospects were to be discussed, and decided during the expected debate, 